delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off. Hi Suresh. Good morning. Hi, welcome to Soul Brews with Shiva and thank you for coming into Coffee and Soul. I really appreciate you taking the time. Kaise ho aap? All good? Yeah, all well. I can't even do the fraud of saying that I'm working on the PhD, but I think I'm spending more time on what Excel needs done here hmm. and some other stuff uh, with I think I just instinctively get it, including uh, the classmate who I have not been terribly in touch with or contact with for the past 3 decades. Hmm. And as the news of his being unwell uh, came through to me and then in having a chat with his wife every day or every other day um, maybe timing wise is this just right or maybe not right is that uh, he copped it yesterday and that's uh, uh, i think thrown many of us in the class of kilter especially those of his uh, those of us who were close to him i think some of those chaps are taking a will take a while to find themselves on a stable platform when when did the, when so, what happened uh, so he he figured that uh, rather they figured that he uh, had stayed age 4 of a particular form of cancer just 4 months ago and that's a form which uh, looks like one doesn't easily survive mm-hmm. stage 4 it's difficult and then mm-hmm. and then that's it i mean he's had a great life and, and all, all forms of success that one can look for whether it be on the sporting field and the corporate career as an author as a coach a tremendously well liked loved and respected person oh, so, so that's the, so that, that's in a way occupied me for the last uh, few weeks definitely for the past few days class is figuring out uh, mortality yeah <laughs> And that's how it is. So, and I'm going to, to his, may he rest in peace, now raising a toast to him, this coffee, to, to you as well, Suresh, as you combat and think about what you just brought out, say this whole thing around mortality. I think that, that's a huge one right now, yeah. on many fronts in the world as well. So, so if I hmm. ask you that if you were to think about, um, if you were to just pause hmm. and keep your cup of whatever it is that you're drinking. <laughs> it's water actually it's because water. I finished off. <laughs> all the tea and coffee I brought to office today. No. So, if you can just, what is if you can just if I can ask you to sit back, close mm. your eyes, and just think of any image that comes to your mind, any image, whatever it. Could you do that? Just sit back a bit, just relax, breathe, and whenever you're ready. Oh, interestingly enough, the uh, image from this morning has stuck in my head. Since I'm on the campus here at Jajjar, one gets to see a beautiful sunrise. That's a picture I also sent on our class group this morning to say that a, a new new dawn. Uh, Uh, beckons or awakens us it's 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 you know it's a matter of timing or it's rather strange that uh, uh, that should have happened this morning and i must then send this message out and we must have this chat and you must ask me this question but yeah that's the wish in my head wow and what does this mean to you you said it's a new dawn how do you link it to whatever happens and happened uh, for all of you in your class group and your close friend how how do you what's is there any link you see yeah links of course shiva because i don't think anything happens by itself mm. it's all Uh, inter- interlinked I, i forget what one of the mahavakyas is ekam evadatyam brahma yes right so uh, brahman is one without a second yeah i think uh, the universe was sending out a message to me and maybe to others saying that listen life goes on and life has all of this it has the comings and goings and the uh, intervening acts that occur which from a macro perspective uh, 
and even temporarily uh, some would seem to be good and some would seem to be bad some would seem to be easy and some tough and hard uh, uh, some joyful and some intensely uh, uh, disappointing aside uh, that's a message i mean i sound like some baba ji or guru ji but then uh, when you ask me this question i think that's what comes to my mind on uh, the opportunity to see the sunrise yeah. I, i'll separately send you that picture i think it's a pretty good picture to get on a on a, on a mobile phone uh, yeah i'd love to see and i just want to say that although you know it's it's not so much about baba ji or guru ji i think it's a human being a deeply reflective human being looking at life and seeing you know especially when you've just had this experience mm. and making those connections and uh, sometimes uh, being human is far bigger than being a guru or a whatever <laughs> just pushes us into being human like more than anything yeah and it's, it's i think when you say being human to my mind it's just to be yeah um, you know i can go on for a long time and maybe some other day we must do this is this uh, the model of living and the model of uh, economic activity that we seem to have adopted or ingrained is to achieve to be better to get ahead mm. uh, even at the risk of pushing somebody else down or pushing somebody aside and thereby on a opportunism to uh, continue our opportunism to altruism mm. 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 it would appear to me that uh, our world has moved more towards the opportunistic view of uh, the underlying character of humans mm. and farther and farther away from the altruistic uh, view of mm. and that in itself has its own story and its uh, journey mm-hmm. we want to recognize and uh, work to restore a form of balance balance again is ephemeral or actually in for infinitesimally or whatever that word is small <laughs> periods of time there's never real balance right 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 then one might find that uh, well heck life ain't that much of a struggle people aren't uh, that bad maybe there are some bad folks around it's possible to give and give willingly and freely mm-hmm. uh, and one will receive uh, that does to me does this take away from the fact that one must strive for and push for uh, things that one uh, needs or wants no i think we we still will i still do and mm. i don't speak for others i speak for myself mm-hmm. uh, yeah am i getting maudlin now but no know. i don't think so <laughs> i think and these are the really reflective and deep moments that we all actually need to uh, talk about and share and build awareness around because most mm. of our life is on this you know roller coaster mm. i think those are these are some some things that also bring about back our nobility as human beings mm. mm. because uh, we don't see it that often in ourselves and it's there present but we don't draw it out mm. so uh, if i asked you if if you were to reflect on your life what would you share of your journey your highlights your highs and lows your learning what would those be yeah there's a good number of years to reflect on huh sure um let me take this in three parts sure uh, as i stand here today what have i learned of uh, myself and who i what i think my role in this life is mm. uh what are things i think I've enjoyed or liked. What are some things that I wish well uh, never did happen? Yeah. Uh, the first part is going to be a little sound a bit philosophical, and I'll have to throw some names around as well. <laughs> For me, I think duty is it. Okay, I have. If I, someone, if you were to ask me the question, what defines me? Mm. I think duty defines. Duty as in karma, or duty uh, as in your. Okay, I'll. Uh, I won't engage with uh, karma. 
at this point. It's a duty as in what I have to do in my role, in the roles that I occupy, in the roles that I discharge, that I have to do, that's duty. And there's a role, for instance, the role of being a son, the role of being a husband, the role of being a parent, the role of being a son-in-law, the role of being a student, the role of being somebody who's assisting, of being a friend, uh, holding a certain uh, responsibility. They require one to do some things. And that's a duty. And hence, uh, and I think that's what, that's exactly what's driven me. Now, I've never really figured out from where this uh, got embedded in my head. And this is a matter I've wrestled with uh, consciously for the last, I think now, 12 years. 12, a little over 12 years. Mm-hmm. I think I've pretty much concluded that what defines me is duty. Now, in fulfilling one's duty or discharging one's duty, I don't like this word discharging, I'd much rather stay with fulfilling, okay? And doing one's duty. And this is Kantian in that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because can this be, uh, and hence the principle that I use, can it be a universal law? Can be applied to uh, all situations, to all people? And hence not uh, utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I have a serious issue with utilitarianism uh, and hence with capitalism. Capitalism, and I won't go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that could take us very, very, very many hours. I think uh, so. <laughs> uh, one must just read Yanis Varoufakis' uh, books and uh, uh, find some way around that. Uh, so, what's what have I enjoyed? What do I even today enjoy? I think, and as I say that, I also wrestle with this fact that there is there seems to be a payoff. Yeah. Even if one says that there is no payoff, the payoff may not be monetary, but there is a payoff. What gives me great joy is to know that I was able to shape some uh, to help the various pieces fall together and assist an individual in some form or manner point in time. Mm-hmm. So for instance, this uh, classmate uh, passed on to, as I call the Elysian Fields yesterday. Um, I didn't know him terribly well in the last few decades. Uh, but then I think a connect happened with his wife and I think I ended up being the vehicle to communicate things into the batch, frame them and back into the institute as well. So that's, I feel good that, uh, you know, someone had to do this. Mm-hmm. And whether I took it on or it came to me, this came my way yeah. and that is a, that's a role I played I think the role there was being the communicator yeah, yeah. and the uh, one to be the vehicle to share the information yeah, yeah, because yeah. in such a situation many of us want them to be curious we want to know whether we can help the truth is none of us could have helped in any medical in the medical ma- uh, fashion or even financial yeah. uh, and so then the transmitting of uh, some of that information back to the family etc okay can I say joy in this instance a wrong word but I just feel good so you look through life when I look through life I think my the, for me uh, and you ask me highlights but I'd, I'd frame this as uh, the best payoffs for me uh, internally have come from where in instances or events where I knew that quietly unobserved could help pieces click together yeah. or assist uh, an individual or an organization okay? uh, professionally I've always called this in my head as that I love uh, designing systems and embedding uh, processes and systems that stay beyond one's existence in that role or that firm okay so that's that not gone well i think there's a very long list so i'm an intense guy what does intense mean is that anything i do will be with full gusto complete devotion um, so it's like a horse with blinds and in that bargain time and again often i ignore or keep away certain matters or certain people is that a matter i've uh, found a easy solution to not yet mm. uh, 
I know that I've gotten better at taking periodically taking off the blinds and uh, engaging with individuals and other matters who too need attention. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a bit of self-flagellation is that this is your duty and you've not done it. Mm-hmm. But then I resolve it for myself saying that uh, as, a, as we loosely say at work is itne paise mein itna hi milta hai. It's also, yeah, I mean, one has to assuage one's guilt as well. And I tell myself, listen, you finally have only so much time and energy. Mm-hmm. You can only do so much uh, uh, at a point in time. There's no point in burning oneself out. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the, uh, can I say, uh, points of unhappiness. And those uh, points of unhappiness or uh, uh, poor performance continue to stay. I can never, uh, today at least, I can't say that uh, they've all gone by. Mm-hmm. It's not a, uh, these are not habits or issues that have been surmounted for good. Mm-hmm. And so those are the thorns that remain. You sure. know, uh, otherwise, the roses that I talked of earlier, <laughs> I might not even recognize them as uh, roses. Exactly. Well, thank you for sharing that because this brings up a question for me. There's a lot you spoke about the roles that you play, the role of a son, the role of father, the role of a colleague, lately communicator. And if I was to ask you to suddenly just drop all your roles, who are you? Uh, don't have an answer here. <laughs> that too has been a question. And uh, so my wife uh, for many years used to tell me, learn to be selfish. So I used to rebel uh, uh, at this very word. Uh, off late, realization that's come forth is it's not not so much being selfish but actually look for oneself and to engage in matters or simply do things that one must do would want to do yeah. right so i can't really respond to the question who am i but i yeah. can that's that that's an existential question that uh, <laughs> uh, i haven't ever been able to resolve uh, i'll say this here yeah, and i've shared this with a, a very close friend who shares my first name uh, and my one of my guides back in excel is yeah. my instinct says that in time, I will know who I'm meant to be. And I think uh, one has spent the better part of one's life uh, striving to be who I want to be. I think in that wanting to be, eventually, I might uh, finally be aware of who I'm meant to be. So, and I think that's the phase I'm in. Because uh, there is a transition and change going on over the past uh, many years and uh, definitely in the last uh, five to six years. Coming in here, Suresh, I'm not yes. speaking metaphorically, but can you move into yes. the this? damn thing yeah uh, that's fine yeah no i <laughs> yeah 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 so the last uh, few years you were saying this yeah so uh when you ask the question who are you work in progress i'm uh at this moment, I think, uh, pretty hopeful that in some time, who I'm meant to be will be clear to me in my conscious awareness. Might be there deep down inside, but it's, uh, it's not yet out there to be able to articulate. So, sorry, but can't uh, can only give such an elliptical response <laughs> than anything else. Well, that's beautiful, Suresh, because it's okay to be work in progress, isn't it? And if that's the message we all can carry, yeah. and I think that is tremendous. Because there really is no place to reach. And as you're mm-hmm. saying, if you will be who you're meant to be that itself is a certain uniqueness that no one else can manifest Mm. except you something that you if i was to ask you what have you what has been pretty much the metaphor for your life it could be a few but if there is something that you always kind of fall back on when there is um, a great joy or great or just a or just an awareness moment that you have what what is it that you fall back none none. metaphor Yeah, when I think harder, I think uh, this is stuck in my head since 1981 or 82. Okay. Is uh, Back then, the copy of the book, Myth of Sisyphus, 
mm. was available in uh, bookstores in Bombay. Literally had on the cover the image of a man rolling a huge, huge boulder up a hill. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. Though, though the myth of Sisyphus is a little <laughs> not uh, too pleasant. I think how I resolve mm. uh, stuff for myself, I think, is to say that sometimes it's one step ahead, two steps back. Sometimes it's three steps ahead, one step back. Uh, point being that there is movement. There's movement and there's effort. There's will, there's effort, and there's movement. So can't give up, can't stop. There is, there's no uh, place for status. And uh, as one would, uh, uh, I think, in the uh, is it in the fourth uh, discourse of the Bhagavad Gita? Yeah. Uh, there's a reference to activity and inactivity. Yeah. So to be chitta and calm and sthir and all of that is not to say that there is no no activity. It is really inactivity, and uh, then the mind's also not thinking and uh, cogitating at all times, right? Uh, so yeah, I think the myth of Sisyphus remains in my that image remains in my head. And, uh, this prompts uh, me to go back to the earlier question, who am I and uh, stuff is, I think the endeavor is also to find the way to fulfill that duty and I find this particularly tough, to fulfill the duty and yet be detached, it's easy to spout those uh, you know, lines from the Gita that we commonly hear mm. because in doing the duty, in fulfilling the duty I have to be fully immersed mm. now Mihai Shijek, Mihai uh, Chizin Mihai may call it flow, call it by any name, just be fully involved in it and devoted to it, um, in that I think one still has to look at what outcome one is shaped. Now the trick is, I find the real tricky pieces while in the activity is to not be owned by that, the quality of that action and the activity in itself. Uh, neither to own it, but yet discharge it. And that's a fine line I haven't, I'm as yet to figure out how to articulate that or resolve that. And those few instances of life that this has occurred, because in retrospect one realizes that it has occurred. Then I've realized that those genuinely were the ones that gave maximum joy and the output was really, really uh, stellar. And it's not all done by one individual. It's a group of people eventually. You know, it's, 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 I always call this, it's a constellation of events and constellation of people who come together mm-hmm. for various things that get done as well. Uh, so that's an ideal I'd want to strive for. You know? in, in mm-hmm. As many instances as possible, can one get this? Okay. And if uh, this involvement with intensity in the action can come through without uh, attachment to that action and its outcomes, mm-hmm. And I phrase this in my head these days as focused attention and action with awareness. And there is a Russian author who wrote paper on uh, similar lines many years ago. But then since he's Russian, he's not too well known called Leontet. Yes. A. Andrei Leontet. Yeah. Later yeah. figure out the name. So, yeah. 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 And um, uh, what you said right now, focused attention without and still being detached with consciousness, which are with awareness. So yeah. it's not even losing yourself in that attention. Mm. You still are detached and yet you're completely focused. So being able to play that, and I think that is, uh, as you said, an endeavor, mm. and I suppose a constant striving to. Mm. And the fact is that you've given it name and a form and uh, a something that can be looked at as how to achieve. I think just articulating this because uh, mm. is is very powerful in its situation. Mm. If I what you've just said, and you said when people, you know, when constellation of people and constellation of circumstances happen. And, um, yes, that's true. It's that coming together. This joy that you feel when you talk about that, it, you know, when that happens, it gives you great joy. What's the origin of that joy? What is it that gives you that joy? Hindi, 
deal with, but you go to and every individual you engage as one more experience. And if I were to expand and if I had more time, I'd say then from each of those experience now, uh, work to figure out what you can uh, glean out as one learning, one insight from that experience, mm. both about yourself, the world and the situation and those mm. and then loop that back to what you formally study. And that's the only way by which uh, one can uh, build or rebuild theories and concepts of oneself, adaptively uh, increase one's uh, knowledge. Mm. So I mean, that's about all. That is, that is really very beautiful statement. Take everything as one more experience. I think that is, uh, that, that says it all. It also tells us your essence. What kind of, uh, what kind of value do these kind of conversations have for you? Okay. First of all, I didn't know I was getting into this. Kind of <laughs> I thought I was getting to talk to you after a long time. But anyway, um, this is a great platform for me to uh, think, reflect, articulate. This is a, I mean, hardly known you, but the little I've known you, this, uh, your demeanor, and even with an electronic means, uh, uh, gives me a platform, gives one a platform to think, reflect, and articulate in a safe, mm-hmm. accepting, uh, comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it, does it? I mean, I'm not plugging for you, but then, you know, <laughs> what happens? You can right? plug for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they ask me, and I mean, off the bat, this, yeah, this is you. what I get out of it. See, uh, uh, through the week, there are uh, different friends and different classmates that I chat with. And with some of them, this happens. With some, it doesn't. This is I great. am. Yeah, I'm so delighted that you spent this time with me and, and shared so openly, Suresh. I deeply appreciate your giving this time and, and, and sharing your reflections. And very candid and very open. Mm. And uh, also um, deeply pained at uh, what you all have been going through. But mm. also, I think somewhere the allegory of the the beautiful sunrise has something that uh, mm. uh, very positive and powerful for all of us electronics and I think on the, you know just to bring that to all of us is uh, has been beautiful thank you so much for sharing this time with me and I really appreciate your being here thank you Suresh. you're welcome it was good just <laughs> <It was> fun <laughs> <laughs> thank you take care thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of Soul Brews with Shiva. Until next week, keep the coffee swirling. <laughs>